O Holy One, Creator of all, both Abba and Amma, I ask that you allow me to speak clearly, honestly, and to exemplify the spirit of Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Everybody hear me okay? Happy New Year. Are there any in the crowd that want me to say, Happy New Year? (laughs) I was born in the Episcopal Church, and I left when I was 16, and I didn't come back till my 40s. Um, Some of you know my story, I'm not going to go into it, but I began a spiritual program through the 12 Steps. But I, and I didn't have a trouble believing in a God, but I was still at that point with so much guilt and shame that I didn't think God could believe in me. And it's a long story, but anyway, somebody gave me a book called The Ragamuffin Gospel by Brennan Manning. It changed the way I viewed God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, Christianity, because it taught me For me, that book taught me the true love that God had for all of us. And so I was very intrigued by this person, Jesus. I knew of him, but never really studied him. So I started to read Borg and Crossan and Crossan and Borg and uh, Spong. And I read everybody I could think of that had written books about Jesus. And so I came to understand, I think, better how he was named, why he was named. But I also went past that and decided that, and I'm rather a simple man when it comes to my faith. Some would say simplistic. Um, We were all named by God. We all have our name because of God. And in my case, my last name Christopher means Christ-bearer or bearer of Christ. It took me a long time to understand what that entailed. Uh, but I'm happy with it. And I think we should all study the, the roots of our names and find out where they connect with God because this lesson about how Jesus is given his name It connects through heredity and other ways, and it's important. But, since it is New Year's, I am now dispensing with the gospel reading. Resolutions. New Year's resolutions. And I am going to offer myself up as the sacrificial animal and take all the heat for them. But if you resemble some of the remarks I made, maybe it'll make you think. So, and I never use notes, but I had to write these down. Here are the most common resolutions. Cut back or quit drinking. I took care of that one. Lose weight. Because we're going to eat so much healthier. We're going to get in shape and work out. We're going to get out of debt. 
And we're going to be less stressed. Now, first of all, I want to share my plan for tomorrow, and then I'll get back to the details of this. But tomorrow at 6 a.m., I will rise. I will go join a gym, and I will work out for eight hours. (laughs) Only eating shredded carrot and kale shakes. I will stop paying all my credit cards because that's the only way I can get out of debt. And this will not create any stress. I'm stress-free. The thoughts behind resolutions. We've done all this stuff for so long and now we're going to correct all of it and it's going to happen fast. Guess what? 8% of people follow through for a year with a resolution. That ain't a whole lot of people. The other thing you notice is all these resolutions are about the outward me. I want to be thinner. I want to get some six-pack abs. You could tell I'm working on it right now. I want this all to happen now, and it's all about my outer self, and that's it. And we wonder why everybody drifts away from their resolutions. Now, I have an idea for some resolutions that I think, and I've very rarely ever heard them, but I think they're important for all of us. First of all, We've got to eliminate worrying about the outward self. Think about our inward selves. That's where the real work is done. That's where the relationship with God connects. That's what brings us the ability to healthily love ourselves in order to love everybody else. So here's some for thought. Every single day, I am going to keep in the top of my mind and express gratitude to God for everything that I have. That means no more take it for granted. Grateful to God every day of our life. Because gratefulness feeds on itself. Tolerance, the word tolerance. Be tolerant of self. Therefore, I can be tolerant of you. Therefore, I can learn more tolerance through my relationship with God because God knows he's shown me an awful lot of tolerance. Acceptance slash surrender. In our world, surrender means I give up, and that's incorrect. Giving up is different than surrender. Surrender means I accept the way things are. Acceptance, I, expect, I accept this is the world right now. I have to live in it. It doesn't mean I quit. It means I surrender myself to that and understand that if I continue my faith, 
I will see where I need to be. Pray and meditate, not just more, but be in the moment. Be in a disciplined time frame of prayer and meditation. I always get this mixed up, but was it Martin Luther? I loved it when he said, I've got an incredibly busy day, so I will spend two hours in prayer today rather than one. None of us, or in most cases, self definitely included, spend enough time in prayer and meditation. And last, love, love, love. Truly love. Fake it till you make it if you have to. But try to express and to feel love not only for yourself in a healthy way, but for everyone around you. And every year, I find a quote that I use as sort of a quote and a talisman for my whole year. And uh, one of my favorite, I will call him a friend I never met and a brother in spirit is Thomas Merton. This is what I am using as my mantra this year. Our job is to love others without stopping to inquire whether or not they are worthy. That is not our business. And in fact, is nobody's business. What we are asked to do is love. And this love itself will render both ourselves and our neighbors worthy. Happy New Year. Amen.